1: And welcome to the Chronicles of Nania, a nanny resource podcast made for nannies by me, a nanny. This is your host, Martha Tyler. And this week, I am so excited because we have back on as a guest, Dr. Stephanie Ryan. Hello, Dr. Stephanie. Hi, Martha. How are you? I'm doing so well. I'm so excited to have you back.
0: Me too. I was really excited to, that you reached
1: out. Yes. Yes. So if you are listening and you're like back, wait, I missed that one. Go back a few episodes. It's um, science-based fun um, and it's such a good episode. And I've done all of the science experiments that we talked about in that episode with now several nanny children um, and they go over so well. So go listen to that. But then today we have fun. Fourth of July themed science experiments. How cool is that? Um, But before we get started talking about those experiments, let's hear just a little bit about your background.
0: Yeah, I'll give a brief intro. And like you said, we can refer people back to the other one. Um, So I am a learning scientist and I focus on how kids learn chemistry, but also other science. I'm also a mom, which has led me into the designing of activities more than I was in the past. Yes. (laughs) um, I am on Instagram and I share activities. I just started TikTok this week. So I'm on there too. Um, yeah. Sharing, I'm branching activities. out into TikTok as well. Slowly, yeah. cautiously. <laughs> um, I figured the reels that were doing pretty well on Instagram probably would be TikTok material. So I'm kind of testing that out. But what I do is I videotape the experiment that we do and I give directions to parents or nannies and I give them um, all the ingredients they need. And then I can help them ask questions because that's something we talked about on the last one was like, well, how do you know what to ask next? Um, and I didn't realize that that was something that people who are not a scientist might not be thinking. So I've actually really changed how I talk about it from our last podcast, because we talked about that. <laughs> that's wonderful. But yeah, so, um, that's a little bit about me and, oh, I guess I, and I'm also a children's book author (laughs) of let's learn about chemistry that kind of sparked all these activities.
1: (laughs) I love it. I love it. And it is, and I like our last conversation changed how I've been nannying. Like I do ask those types of questions now and it is, it's so fun and talking with you. And watching your videos, because I also watch your videos for inspiration, has just allowed me to feel more comfortable in this realm of science. Um, Because I remember how much I loved it as a kid, too. And so, like, bringing that into my nanny day has just been delightful.
0: That warms my heart. It really does. <laughs> you see my smile. The listeners yes. can't, but they can probably hear it.
1: <laughs> yes. I, I bet they can. Um. Well, wonderful. Well, let's go through some of these science experiments. And um, and they're all 4th of July themed, which I love. Um, and I do want to say for listeners that we are going to be talking through things that also probably, you know, you'll want to see as well. So visit both Dr. Stephanie's page and my page and Chronicles of Nannia, and you can see all of these experiments there. So that's going to be great. Um, It's a, it's a multi-platform podcast this week. Get get on board. Um, Cool. So let's start with low sensory fireworks.
0: Yeah. So this one I was trying to think, and I'll tell you the process behind how I came up with this one. I was looking for something new because there's just, I mean, there's, you go look online and there's activities and everybody can do similar things. And it was like, I want something unique. And so I started to do it. And it was one of those things that I was like, this is cool, but it's missing like a wow factor. What, mm-hmm. what am I missing here? And so I reached out to a few of my friends and I was like, what's it missing? And one of them suggested adding glitter. Um, mm-hmm. And one of them suggested adding pop rocks so that you have a little bit of a pop, but not the big bang. And I was like, I didn't even know pop rocks were still a thing. One, <laughs> <laughs> Two, I then hesitated about glitter. Cause as you can see me right now, there's like, I don't know how, but I'm covered in it already. Yeah. Um, It gets everywhere. (laughs) But what I do is I take this tray. It's this little lid that I got from Ikea that goes on the top of one of their bins. But all you need is something that's a tray. You can use it any tray. Um, And then you take two bowls and you mix baking soda with water so that it forms a paste. And that's important. You want it to be a paste or kind of crumbly. And the two bowls are because you're going to use 4th of July colors. So you're going to use red and blue. White wouldn't show up. So it's not worth trying it. Um, And so you've got your two. You add your food coloring and you've got your two. And then I sprinkled it all over the tray. And then I added some glitter. I used silver because that's what the dollar store had. Probably better with other colors, but whatever. I don't Um, know. The
1: silver feels like that's the white, you know, like that's the... okay. I like white it. part of the
0: red, white. One. <laughs> um, and then the pop rocks, the only ones the dollar store had, which were, was where we were shopping that day for stuff, was uh, red. So those are perfect. Great. Then you take vinegar and you pour it on this whole mess and you watch <laughs> it and it like pops, pops. Um, but it's like small pops, not like the bangs that you hear. And then you see the colors burst with the um, baking soda and vinegar reaction. And I'm sure you can hear that. Oh, yeah. And then the glitter kind of like goes around. So it's not the most sophisticated, but it's really fun to watch. <laughs> it's almost Definitely. like a sensory bottle that's flat.
1: <laughs> that's so cool. And uh, and I love it for, I feel like a lot of times kids who, um, are either very young and fireworks feel overwhelming or have sensory processing issues. And like fireworks can feel so overwhelming. And then this holiday feels exclusive to those folks and, or is just like not an enjoyable holiday. Like so many of my friends with small children or dogs are all like the 4th of July is not fun for me like and so I love that this is a way that you can celebrate as a family like you can do this out on the you know the back porch while you're barbecuing or whatever like it's just a great way to like celebrate this holiday for anyone who fireworks feel overwhelming for
0: definitely um a step up from this one in terms of noise um you know those you might be young enough that you don't know these uh film canisters oh yes yes the ones with the like little plastic lid you can make a little firework rocket with baking soda and vinegar that way too um what you do is you take that paste and you put it along the top you put the vinegar in the in the film canister and you flip it very quickly and it sprays if it's not closed well or it shoots up and pops off Mm-hmm. Um, that one's difficult to show on a podcast. So, right. um, that, that one's going to be on my Instagram and I'll be honest as a parent and a science person, it took me like eight tries to get it. So it was pretty messy, uh, but it was fun to see what I did wrong, you know, or like how some of these film canisters didn't have a tight seal. So they actually sprayed out, which was pretty. So that was cool too. <laughs> yeah. Okay.
1: I am curious. If someone doesn't have a film canister lying around,
0: do you know, like, can you find them anywhere? I asked my in-laws. So I would say if you know anyone who is over 60, they have some in their house. (laughs) Perfect. Okay, wonderful. Well,
1: let's talk next about fireworks in a jar.
0: Yeah. So this one is also low sensory. This one's really fun. I like, this is my favorite right now. And you probably saw this one on Instagram. This one, I fun. definitely did. So, I'm a nerd, and I have all these little, like, graduated cylinder cooking cup things that I'm not going to use now because that's not relatable to everybody. So right. <laughs> you could put oil in a glass. <laughs> Perfect. Um, you don't need very much of it. Um, and what you do is you add one or two drops of blue food coloring, and then you add one or two drops of red food coloring. And then you stir or shake or however you want to do it, I'll stir. And because these don't mix, oil and water don't mix, and these are water-based, they form these little tiny bubbles of color. And what you're going to do is you take a glass of water and you pour this mixture that you just made on top of the water. And it's going to form a layer, right? Because water and oil don't mix. Right. And these little bubbles of color sometimes get stuck in the bottom. So you may have to drop them in and then you wait and I'll hold it up for you. So you can see, Um, but it takes a few seconds. And this part, my son was like, what is this? And then, then (laughs) it was cool. Um, But what happens is as the water not the water there. See how it's going. The food coloring Yeah. as the food coloring from the oil starts to touch the water. It dissolves because it is soluble in water. And so these little tiny streams of all those little dots, they all come down in the glass. I love it. And it goes on for a very long time and they swirl around and it's really fun to watch. And you can do this with any color. It doesn't have to be red and blue. Mm -hmm. Um, You could have your uh, kids pick whichever color they want, but this one's more festive for the 4th of July. Um, But yeah, you can repeat this over and over and over and over. And all you need is these three things. (laughs) I love
1: it. And yes, and I love that this one like keeps going because I feel like, oh, it's beautiful. Um, Because I feel like sometimes with experiments, it feels like, you know, there's so much lead up. And then the thing happens and then the kids are like, let's do it again. And you're like, okay, <laughs> but now, like we have to clean up and, you know, go back and do it all over. Um, so I like that this one, like there is a period of time that we're like observing and watching and noticing things that are happening.
0: Yeah. Very cool stuff. Um, that just made me think when you were talking about the setup, I need to make a disclaimer for the vinegar one. Um, when you do baking soda and vinegar rockets and you do them at home do them in on a driveway or a sidewalk or a patio surface. Um, It will kill your grass. I killed a spot of grass in our backyard on accident um, during this process, Um, but a flat surface that is like concrete is best. Um, And then spray the area down after because baking soda and vinegar, when they mix, they make water and carbon dioxide. So their products are fine. It's the extra vinegar that's floating around that you don't want on your grass. So add that in. (laughs)
1: Thank you. Thank
0: you. Um, wonderful. Here, I'll hold this up a few minutes later so you can still see it's still going and it's swirling around and it's pretty fun.
1: That is. And does it, is there a certain amount of oil that you need like, does the measurement of oil matter?
0: Not really. It, it needs to be enough that it covers. So that's the thing. I can't say what kind of cup you're going right. to use. Um, you just want a thin layer that covers the top. And see, like, you can see mine. I used too much because okay. the cup I was using was too much. Um, and we didn't need more than half of that. So, like, you just need a thin layer. Okay. Perfect. That is good to know.
1: Awesome. Yeah. I love that so much because, um, again, I like that it's for, you know, the introverted kids and the kids who aren't necessarily like in the middle of everything, like you could sit and watch this and it would be a really nice, like calming thing. I could also see doing that, um, not during the 4th of July necessarily, but as like a calm down activity of like, We need to bring everything down a notch. Like, let's regulate.
0: I also think it'd be really cool to pair, and I haven't done this yet, um, but to make a picture of fireworks after it, like where you have the child draw what they did. Um, And I think that could be a really fun thing as well. Yes, because it is. It's beautiful. Yeah, it's so pretty. Like, it's one of my favorite things to demonstrate right now. Yeah.
1: Um, Wonderful. Okay, let's talk about a lava lamp. You can make your own lava lamp.
0: So using nearly the same ingredients, just slightly different. Mm -hmm. um, This time you need a lot of oil. Okay. And just a little bit of water. And you're going to use a water bottle this time because you want it to be long so that you can watch what happens. Um, for those of you who are listening, you can't see my hands. I just did an up movement like you would do with a lava lamp, how it goes up and then it comes down and like, like that. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> um, so I've got my water bottle and I added water and then oil. And of course, they separated. The oil is on top. And again, like we just talked about, the food coloring will not dissolve in the oil. And so you can drop this in and it's just going to hang around in there. this actually looks like it's staying right on top. It's not even really mixing. So this one might take a second. Um, So I added those in. I use red and blue. And then you take some Alka-Seltzer. And I know they sell generic of it. I don't know what it's called, Um, but I have Alka-Seltzer. You drop it in and it's going to start reacting with the bottom and the water and see how the bubbles are coming up. Yes. They are going to start pulling the color up because that color is going to go down and hit the water. And then they come up with a bubble. The bubble pulls it up. It pops the carbon dioxide, and then it brings them back around. And you can keep adding alka or tablets until there's no more water to react with. Love that. It looks like I added a little too much of color. I would say maybe one drop of each instead of two, because that just got pretty purple pretty quick. Um, yeah. But there are some red ones and some blue ones going around yeah, in I can, there. Yeah, I can see those. And this can go on for a while. Um, it depends on how much water you used. Um, but I, you could probably get another Alka-Seltzer tablet or two in there. And then I know we're all about extensions. What else yes. can we do with this? if your kids are like, wow, what's in the bubbles? I'm not really sure. You know, I'm thinking about this. You can add a balloon to the top and watch it collect because it is forming a gas. And that's your evidence that it formed a gas was that something is coming up. That is also why you do not put a lid on this. Even if you think it's cool, do not do that. <laughs> Don't do that. Cause then you'll have an explosion Yes, of oil. Twitch. Uh, an oil one. Yes. To which I had a kid ask me once at a demonstration. So is that how I could make a bomb? And I'm like, no, don't ask me questions like this. (laughs) Yeah. Sometimes (laughs) kids say terrifying things. I'm like, it's just a little bit of carbon dioxide. I just don't want you to make a mess, (laughs) (laughs) but I'm a little nervous about the rest of your, where you go with the stuff I tell you. So now I have to be very careful. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Uh, knowledge is power. Um,
1: <laughs> that is so cool. And again, I love that that's like, there's a while of payoff for that of like, we could sit and watch that for a while and talk about it and put the balloon on top. And
0: yeah. And so let's see, it just stops bubbling. So well, kind of enough that it's not really lava lampy anymore. So let's right. see. We'll add another alka Seltzer tablet. And there it goes again. Oh, yeah. And so you could even have them do their own little experiment. So you've got a few kids you're working with, it would be, all right, you do three tablets, you do four, like, is there a certain number of tablets that it doesn't do it anymore? Or what if we crush them up versus they're just a whole tablet? Did that change anything? There's so many different things they can do with just this. But it's also another thing that's good to calm. Yeah, it's just very calming to watch. Yes. I love it. I'm like getting enchanted by it. I know um, <laughs> this is another one of my, my son loves to make these. <laughs> yes.
1: And I love like, it's reusing a water bottle, which is great. Um, and just, you know, cause if you ever have to buy one, like if you're out and you forgot your water bottle and I have to buy a plastic bottle, I always feel very bad. And so it's nice to have a Another use for it besides the one oh, yes. that I just I have got.
0: Plenty of activities you can use a water bottle for. <laughs> Love it. Um awesome. Okay. Let's have one talk. more.
1: Yeah, magic milk.
0: This one is also super easy. So I think that's a theme you're gonna get from me. These are all things that are pretty easy to find, and oh. they're pretty easy to implement. Um, and that's a goal of mine is to show that science doesn't have to be this extra right. that you need to prepare and like be nervous about. This is something like you can throw together in like a minute and there's not much to it. Um, this one is a bowl of milk. Um, I honestly don't know if it would be different with different kinds of milk. I am using 2% at the moment. Okay. <laughs> I was guesses, going to ask. <laughs> my guess is whole milk probably does it a little better. Well, I just, well, the good thing nobody could see that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you add, yeah, this is a mess. Okay. All right. So you add your drops of food coloring into the milk and then you take a Q-tip. that First, do it without the soap. So take a Q-tip end and stick it in. Nothing happens. And you're like, okay, well, what if I have this Q-tip end that I have dipped in dish soap? And I stick it in and you hold it there and it takes a second Mm -hmm. and it starts swirling. Let me see if you can. Oh yeah. It makes like a tie dye pattern. And this one is super fun to do with different colors. And if I had another Q-tip you could do like hold two with soap and it shows like different patterns um, this one is mesmerizing. Um, this one's not doing as well. Cause I've let the milk sit out for a little bit today. Uh, right. I had the station prepped so that I'd be ready. <laughs> love it. Thank you. But it um, this one I love too. It's just so mesmerizing. Cause it's just swirling.
1: <laughs> yes. And I, I love that. Like you can do different patterns with more than one Q-tip because a lot of times when i'm working with kids, you know, and they there's just one job. Yes. Then then they're, you know, that's a hard thing to do.
0: <laughs> because they
1: <laughs> they all want to be involved, which is wonderful, and i get that impulse too.
0: <laughs> yeah, no this is a super fun one. And again, it's stuff you've got in the house and it doesn't take very much. I'd say it's like a cup and a half of milk. Yeah. And though it, it's more of a shallow and wide bowl, right? Ah, uh, yes. Yeah. So almost like a plate. Yeah. Yes. Just making sure that we talked about that.
1: Because I, I could see you like trying to do it and, you know, like a tall and narrower bowl and like that not going well.
0: Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> I wonder what this would look like in glass yeah because it would go down yeah and it could look cool maybe i'll try that too well
1: awesome i love all four of those and i love that um they're all like they all seem very kind of calming and like fun to to watch and then you know the setup just has like so much payoff Yes, Probably all of them.
0: Well, and the other thing I like about them is that they're indoor activities. Aside from the the rockets, um, right. there are things that like, what if it's a rainy day that day and they're disappointed? Um, and you don't want that to happen, so you want right. to have something to do. Um, so I think that is another good way. And then the other activity that I can't show you obviously because it takes too long is the making the crayons of where you melt crayons together in molds. And that's a really good one for a rainy day too because that takes a while. And it's got a lot of steps to it. <laughs> and you um, you just take broken crayons and you're recycling those. And you could make red, white, and blue ones. Or maybe find a flag shape um, at the craft store. And that would be fun, too. I haven't done that one yet. Uh, we just did it with rainbow colors recently. So we're kind of tapped out of broken crayons at the moment. Thank goodness.
1: <laughs> yes. 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 For that one, how long would you put it in the oven at what what temperature?
0: Uh, Do you know I what have that? it on my Instagram. Oh I yeah. I feel like I don't remember the temperature and yeah, I hate to no put worries. a temperature out, but if I've made them twice in the first time, some of them I had, uh, you know, different crayons, right? Mm-hmm. There are different qualities. Um, and you know, which ones are good and which ones aren't. Well, <laughs> I definitely had a mixture of recycled crayons that people had given me and when I melted them, there was like a whole crayon in the middle that just wasn't melting inside <laughs> no. the mold. And so like we have this funky looking crayon that also has a crayon like on its back. <laughs> um, and so this time what I did was I cooked them longer and then I'd tap it and then I'd add more, tap, 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 add more. So like every 10 minutes we got up and did a little more to it. So there, it can be as precise as you want it or it can be kind of, thrown together. Um, but the cool thing was we organized in the neighborhood, like asking for crayons. And so on our way home from places, we picked them up only if it was convenient to like, it wasn't like super out of the way. So we're like making a carbon footprint. That's even worse. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Um, and then you, um, cut all the paper off um and you might have to break some because some of them might be too big for your mold and then you can make a pattern and that's the cool part my son loves doing that he's like this one's going to be different shades of blue and like and then you could have a red white and blue one and so that's really fun that is that sounds really fun and then you can do rubbings with it yeah. Um, so because they end up being kind of crayons that you wouldn't be able to necessarily write with because they're multiple colors and some of it's going to be white, but they're great for doing the rubbing plates. Or like, if you're doing like, I don't know if you guys do it with leaves or not, like where Mm -hmm. you do a rubbing over, like they're perfect for that because it makes a pretty pattern over it. (laughs)
1: Yeah. Yeah. I love that. And if listeners are curious about like the details for that, go to your Instagram page, right?
0: Yeah. Let's learn about science. Um, and I, did it for Earth Day. So you might have to scroll back just a little bit, but if you do, I think it's let's learn about Earth Day. Um, right. if you do the hashtag, you look that up. I'm pretty sure that's, that'll bring it up.
1: Perfect. I love that. Um, so, and this segues really beautifully into, uh, where can listeners find out more about you?
0: Um I'm on Let's Learn About Science for Instagram and like we were just talking um I just started it on TikTok as well so you can find some videos there not as many as Instagram yet but I'll catch up. <laughs> yes, I believe in you. <laughs> um and then on June 28th I'm actually doing an event with another podcast called Kung Fu Mama. And we are doing some of these experiments that we just talked about on Facebook Live so people can do them with us. Um, So if you search for science experiments or go to my Let's Learn About Chemistry page on Facebook, you can find more information about it. And It would be fun to, one, you'll see us doing the experiment, but then the kids are also going to be doing it on Zoom. Like all the squares, they'll be doing it too. Um, And it's international event. Uh, They're in Taiwan and I'm here. So we are offering it twice. So two different times of the day because of the time difference. Um, So that's a really fun way to kind of do some of these.
1: Yes, that's so great. And um, so yes, that will be tomorrow. So listeners, if you're listening to this in real time, which I hope you are, um, go check that out. Because uh, that sounds awesome. And I think that we will try to be there too. (laughs) Um, Wonderful. Well, is there anything else that you wanted to talk about today? That was so wonderful.
0: Oh, I'm glad you liked them. This was so fun. I love setting these up. (laughs) Yes, I love it too. And um,
1: my current nanny kid's are so into science one got a science kit for his birthday and has been like asking you know can we do like a science experiment every day and so we've been doing like one a day which has been wonderful and now I get to be the really cool nanny who brings in four to six
0: new things that we can do (laughs) well I'm glad I can help that's exactly what I'm trying to do (laughs) We should definitely do a Facebook live or an Instagram live of um, activities and do it with um, some nannies. I think that would be awesome.
1: I would love that. I would love that. Um, Wonderful. Well, we end each episode with a fun, cute story and Dr. Stephanie has brought
0: one. Yes. So during the pandemic, we obviously were able to kind of explore interests of whenever we had them. So it was like, I'm interested in bugs. Cool. Let's go in the backyard, check some out, you know, cause we have time. Um, right. One of the things that my son got really interested in was the human body. And he just loves learning about organs and like bones. And he started drawing skeletons and organ systems and he'll bring them up to me and they're very intricate. And I'm like, awesome. <laughs> these are really great. Cause they are, they're like, yes. I'm like, wow, you're four. That's, that's awesome. Um, wow, but I'm is. also like, wow. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, and the other day he brought, he's like, I'm going to go draw a picture of my bunny, which is his stuffy. And he drew, he traced bunny giant oh. like thing on big construction paper. And he drew what bunny looks like on the inside his organ system and then he flipped it over traced bunny again and drew his skeleton and it was like he even draws all the teeth and like it's so adorable (laughs) oh my gosh but a little creepy
1: yes (laughs) that's so funny i love that so much and interestingly enough last week the funny story was also on this theme. So now we're on this theme. Kids are learning about skeletons and organ systems
0: and it's wonderful. Look at our little mini doctors. I I can see it it now. He's going to be, he's going to do something and it's going to be amazing.
1: It really will. Oh my gosh. I love that. Um, Well, thank you, thank you, thank you for taking time to show us all of this stuff. And seriously, listeners, please do go look up these videos. I'm going to be sharing them on Chronicles of Narnia and also um, visit Let's Learn About Science. And thank you all for listening. We'll see you next week. I love providing Chronicles of Narnia to you at no cost. So if you love this podcast, please consider donating by clicking the support the show link in the show notes. I also totally understand if a donation isn't the way you can show your support right now. Another excellent way to support the podcast is to rate and review on Apple Podcasts. Those ratings help other nannies and caregivers around the world find Chronicles of Nannia. Also, if you love the show, tell your friends. Word of mouth is so helpful to get the word out about the podcast. And truly, thank you for listening. It really means the world to me. The Chronicles of Narnia is produced and hosted by Martha Tyler. Artwork by Noni Blastodon. Theme music by Brad Kemp. Find him at secondbedroomstudios.com. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Chronicles of Narnia and on Twitter at Narnia Podcast. To contact us, email chroniclesofnarnia at gmail.com. Thanks for listening.
0: This show has been brought to you by Machine Culture.